I think it's safe to say that you would love being prosperous and successful in life. Am I right? Whether it's at work, in your finances, your marriage, your friendships, on the list can go. Is there anything wrong with that? Of course not. However, we must keep in mind that prosperity and success as the world defines it is not to be the primary goal of the Christian. Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry. This is episode 77, and in this week's episode, we talk about Matthew 6:33, seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness as we discover together how to enjoy true success. Okay, I submit that the top priority of every born-again believer, of every child of God, of every Christian, the top priority must be to know God and to honor and glorify Him as Lord of your life with every fiber of your being. How you doing with that? You know, Scripture makes it abundantly clear that whatever we do, we are to do it all to the glory of God. But hey, don't take my word for it. 1 Corinthians 10.31 commands us, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. If you've been a part of this podcast series for any length of time, you've heard me say that that little word all means all, and that's all all means. So listen to the verse again, 1 Corinthians 10.31, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17 also commands, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Again, I ask, how you doing with that? To do this, to glorify God in everything, I submit we need to begin by carefully examining our priorities. Or as I like to say, I need to ask myself the question, who is sitting on the throne of my heart? I do what I do because in my heart I want what I want. Who am I worshiping? In fact, to help you with the answer to that question, let me ask you three very important questions that I submit you should be asking every day of your life. Number one, What is most important to you? Number two, what drives you throughout the day? And then number three, what truly excites you? You see, the bottom line is that your answer to those three questions will reveal where your heart really is, where your priorities truly lie and where you will choose to put the majority of your time, your attention, and your energy every day. If you're putting your life's emphasis on anything other than glorifying God, other than knowing Him personally, growing in that relationship with Him, you will fail to achieve your ultimate goal. What's that goal? 1 Corinthians 10.31, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, that you're doing it all for the glory of God. In Matthew 6, verse 33, Jesus says this, We are to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, 
And all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, 33. Now, I, I want you to pause for a moment with me here and consider carefully what Jesus is saying in this verse. First and foremost, the things that you and I are to pursue, the things we're to seek after, the things that we are to prioritize in our life every moment of every day are God's kingdom, his leadership and lordship of your life, if you will, and God's righteousness, him living out that holiness in your life every moment of every day. Now, now the problem that you and I run into here is that in our king-me, self-centered world, we keep trying to build our own little kingdoms, don't we? So, so the whole thought of seeking a different king to reign in our life is going to be very low on the priority list, if it's on the list at all. Now, we tend to put king-me on the throne daily. Again, how you doing with that? You, you agree with me? We tend to put the king, king-me, on the throne daily. And because King Me is sitting on the throne, we try to manufacture events. We try to control circumstances in such a way that we can experience constant happiness, continuous satisfaction. Now, now come on, you, you know I'm right. And as a result, we end up becoming a slave to King Me. All of our thoughts, all of our words, all of our actions, all of our energy is directed toward fulfilling the self-centered ego-centered will of King Me. Now, occasionally, we may even try to fit in a thing or two of God's and and, and a thing or two of godliness and a thing or two of, of holy living into our already packed agenda. And somehow we think when we do that, hey, we're doing good. And yet God says, watch this now, God says that the way to true contentment, the way to genuine peace, the way to real godliness is when you dethrone King Me and you seek God's kingdom and God's righteousness first and foremost for your life. His rule, His way, His authority, that needs to be your highest priority. So again, I ask, how are you doing with that? All right, let me draw your attention back to Matthew 6, 33, and think with me for a moment about that verb, to seek. We are to seek first his kingdom, and his righteousness. That verb to seek is a word that carries the idea of craving something. You're longing for it so much that that all of your thoughts and all of your attention is focused on finding it so that you can grab hold of it and and not let it go. In a sense, it's kind of like a heat-seeking missile. Think about when when that heat-seeking missile has been fired, it has a singular target. It has a very specific goal, and that missile won't stop until it reaches its goal. Nothing can deter it from its purpose. Well, just like that missile, you and I are to seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness to reign in your life every day, every moment. In other words, you're seeking after it, you're pursuing it at any cost. You're bending your will towards the goal of achieving it, getting it, submitting yourself completely to the pursuit of God's kingdom, God's reign in your life, and God's righteousness, God's holiness being lived out in every moment of your life. Now, let's admit it. There are a lot of things that you can seek after. Money, 
prestige, fame, happiness, pleasure, and on the list can go. And yet, watch this now, and yet, out of all the things that you could seek for and all the things that you could occupy yourself with, God says in Matthew 6.33 that the first and foremost thing must always be his kingdom and his righteousness. That is our primary target. So again, I ask, how are you doing with that? I think it's important to emphasize that Jesus uses the verb to seek, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness in what's called the present tense, active voice, and imperative mood. Now, if you've been a part of this series for any length of time, if you've been listening to our podcast, then you know that I've used this term, the present tense, active voice, imperative mood before. When something's written in the present tense, it means that the action that's being described is occurring in actual time or real time. In other words, it's happening right now. It's happening right now. It's happening right now, right now, right now. It's ongoing. It never ends. It's always real time. It's present tense. So when God uses the present tense, in Matthew 6:33 to command us to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness what he's telling us is that this is something you are to never stop doing you are to moment by moment day by day focus all of your thoughts all of your attention on God's kingdom and God's righteousness in your heart and in your life does this thought, does this word, does this attitude, does this action, does this behavior, does this choice glorify God? Is this going to bring others to Christ? Is this going to bring honor and, and glory and worship to my heavenly Father? All right, now, the next thing I want to point out is that when something is written in Scripture using the active voice, it simply means that you are the one doing the described action. You have to do it. No one else can do it for you. I can't do it for you. I can't do it to you. You can't do it for or to me. God's command in Matthew 6, 33, to seek his kingdom and his righteousness is written in the active voice. It's a command given specifically to you. It's something that you alone must be constantly doing every moment of every day of your life. As much as I, or, or anyone else for that matter, may want to do it for you or do it to you, we can't. And you can't do it to or for me. You cannot accomplish this task for anyone but yourself. That's the active voice. How you doing with that? Now, the exciting thing here is that you don't do this in your own power. I mean, let's face it, if you did, you'd end up being all about King me instead of God. And because King me would be on the throne, all your attempts would end up failing absolutely miserably. Don't forget, our ultimate goal is to do everything, all of it, for God's glory, not our own. The Apostle Paul declares in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, that we can do all things through Christ, who gives us the strength. As you yield to, the, to, to, to God, as you submit to him, the indwelling Holy Spirit is going to give you the power, the ability, the wisdom, the know-how, and the desire to seek his kingdom and his righteousness first in every aspect of your life. Okay, now, 
No, no, stay with me here, because we now come to the imperative mood. An imperative simply means it's a command from God. Now, now think about this. Watch this now. Track with me. When God gives a command, our response and our responsibility is simple. Obey. If you choose not to obey, if you choose to delay the obedience, 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 tells us that's sin. Are you grasping the seriousness of this? If you are not daily actively focusing your will, your thoughts, your actions toward the goal of submitting to God's kingdom and God's righteousness, ruling in your life in every aspect of your life, you're sinning. It is sin. You are defiantly disobeying God. You are a moron. And I'm talking very kindly, lovingly to you, but you're the moron that Jesus speaks about in Matthew chapter 7, the foolish man who's trying to build a godly life on shifting sand. Oh, my friend, don't do it. Well, finally, I want you to note that to seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness means this. You are denying the desires of King me. And at the same time, you're craving after, you're pursuing after, you're longing for God's rule, God's will, God's authority in every aspect of your life, including, now watch this, including both public life and private life. Whether you're at home, at work, at the mall, out on the golf course, on the basketball court, at the beach, or even on vacation, wherever you may be, Whatever it is you may be doing, you are to always seek first God's kingdom, God's reign, God's rulership, rulership, leadership, God's rule in your life, and his righteousness, his holiness, his godliness being lived out in your life in every event, in every place, in every choice, in every action, in every behavior, in every attitude. So again, I ask, how you doing with that? Seeking first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. It involves, it involves completely immersing yourself in the understanding of what his will is and then choosing to walk in total obedience to our Lord and Savior at all times. And what does all mean? All means all. And that's all all means. You see, before ever being prosperous, before ever being successful in anything that you do, you should first desire more than anything to be prosperous and successful as a Christian by striving in every part of life to seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. You see, only then will you experience true, genuine, lasting prosperity and success. Then and only when then will you be able to say with the Apostle Paul, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task that the Lord Jesus has given me. Acts 20, verse 24. If you would like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about the Pure Man Ministry, I encourage you to visit our website. We have a multitude of resources that we've made available to you podcasts, video, vignettes, uh, audio, book recommendations, articles, 
there's just all kinds of things there, excuse me, that are available to you. So you can find our website at thepuritycoach.com. That's all one word, thepuritycoach.com. And if God is moving in your heart to become a financial partner with us, again, visit the website at thepuritycoach.com. And in the upper right corner, there's a donate button. And when you click that, it'll take you to a page where you can give your tax-deductible donation in support of this ministry. Please help us reach our goal so that we can reach the world with the message of hope and healing and restoration through the Word of, of God and the power of Christ. And if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, let me encourage you to do so today. You don't want to miss any of the upcoming episodes. Well, until next time, This is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking.